بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد يستري وي ديسكسد ايات اوف ذا قران شريف الله تعالى جيف ذا باث اوف ذوز هو ترولي وانتينج تو جيت كلوز تو الله تعالى ان ذات دي هاف ا فيري فيري فورغيفينج نيتشر ولكن يعفو ويصفه دي forgive and overlook so obviously at the peak of every good characteristic every good aspect of akhlaq this was the akhlaq of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the quran sharif allah taala mentions about it wa innaka la'ala khuluqin azim you are on the highest level of akhlaq there's no way that there can be any blemish any deficiency in the akhlaq that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam displayed in this regard there is one hadith one one description in the hadith sharif regarding rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and these are things that we should adhere to very very closely we want to be close to nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam on the day of qiyamah we will be wanting to acquire his shafaat in intercession will be desiring to have the water of kawsar from his mubarak hand so we are not going to be able to expect this everything will happen with the grace of allah taala but if you haven't even adhered to that example which nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said even in very very fundamental things then this is obviously a very big thing that now we are expecting to have all these great ni'mats and bounties on the day of qiyamah so this is going to be the means of getting close to nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and achieving all this so in one riwayat this is mentioned regarding the akhlaq of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam لم يكن فاحشا ولا متفحشا neither was he by nature vulgar and neither did he ever adopt vulgarity on any occasion sometimes a person his nature becomes vulgar without him even needing to even try to be vulgar he just keeps because he's created that nature in him he kept himself exposed to those kind of circles he kept on associating with that company so that became his own nature and sometimes a person is not of that nature he is somebody who avoids this but sometimes the anger go overcomes him so now to just try and make himself heard he becomes vulgar he becomes obscene so rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was neither naturally or by nature vulgar and never ever he adopted this vulgarity on ever any occasion now this is something for us to ponder these things have become like a fashion and because it becomes so common in some circles then even the abhorrence of it the hatred and disgust for it comes out of the heart it gets just taken as a by the way thing but as the major thing very serious so the first thing mentioned lam yakun fahishan wala mutafahishan wala sakhaban fil aswaq he would not even raise his voice and shout in the marketplace Now the marketplace. What is the marketplace? What is the need or the reason for having mentioned the marketplace? In the marketplace, many a person who never shouts elsewhere, but he also comes in the marketplace in order to get his work done or whatever to sell his wares or whatever the need there might be. He'll start also shouting and calling out and doing things at a high voice. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam never ever shouted out even in the marketplace. So. Where can it ever be imagined that he shouted somewhere else? He shouted in his home. He shouted to others, 
around him. If it didn't happen in the marketplace where everybody is shouting, that's the reason this is being highlighted. That let alone anywhere else, even in the marketplace. So to the greater extent, he never ever shouted at home. He never ever shouted elsewhere. وَلَا سَخَّابًا فِي الْأَسْوَاقِ وَلَا يَجْزِي بِالسَّيِّئَةِ السَّيِّئَةِ And he never returned a wrong with some negative. Somebody treated him wrongly. He never ever returned it in kind. So what was his manner of returning it? وَلَكِنْ يَعْفُوا وَيَسْفَحُوا The same message and lesson of last night from the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif. This was the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu ta'ala was asked about the akhlaq of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So she said, كَانَ خُلُقُهُ الْقُرْآنِ His akhlaq was the Qur'an. So in the Qur'an Allah ta'ala said, وَلْيَعْفُوا وَلْيَسْفَحُوا The same thing is being mentioned now in the Hadith Sharif about Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That he never returned some bad in a like manner. Bad treatment, bad way of somebody. He never returned it in a like manner. وَلَكِنْ يَعْفُوا وَيَسْفَحُوا Rather he will forgive and overlook. Now this was the beautiful akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And it is this akhlaq that made him so beloved to everybody that even the kuffar and the disbelievers, even if they didn't accept him, but they just couldn't help being in awe of him. They couldn't help respecting him because of this beautiful akhlaq. This is what unfortunately we are lacking. And what we need to now focus on very deeply is this month of Ramadan. It's a month of taqwa. Taqwa includes all these aspects of deen. Akhlaq also is a very important branch of deen. Taqwa includes improving our akhlaq, bringing our akhlaq in order that we have that kind of character that becomes that we become those kind of servants of Allah Taala who He becomes pleased with. Allah Taala give us